This is Between Sessions with Dr. Sharon, a podcast hosted by Dr. Sharon Givens, a licensed professional counselor and certified career counselor with 20 years of experience helping individuals overcome personal and professional obstacles. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, depression, or career satisfaction, this podcast provides valuable insights and practical strategies to start your journey to a more satisfying and fulfilling life and work today. Hello, everyone. This is episode number six. Just glad to be back with you and talk about a really important topic. That's going to be seasonal affective disorder. Many people know it as SAD. Most people use that acronym, SAD, but it's important to really break down what that stands for and kind of get a better understanding. So why am I talking about SAD now is because it is fall. We are in the middle of the fall season, which is usually when SAD impacts people the most. Um, It's in fall and winter seasons. So what is SAD? It's a form of depression, but I think what's different about SAD is that it typically begins in the fall or winter months. So many people have really fine or regulated moods in spring and summer, but when fall and winter comes, the moods tend to change drastically and they change in a sense of they're lower, people are more sluggish, um, energy deficient. So those are the some of the ways that we classify uh, SAD. So let's look at the specific symptoms because I've had a lot of clients to ask, is it depression? Um, have I had this all along? Is it sad? Is it something else that's actually happening with me? Which are all really good questions. So let's think about what are some of some of the symptoms. I really would like to share these with you so that you can pay attention to your body or if you're experiencing particularly several of these, then we can also share some treatment options and next steps so that you can feel better and live that fulfilling life that you deserve. So losing interest in activities you once enjoyed, that is a symptom. When you think about activities that you engaged in, maybe during your spring or summer months and not necessarily activities that are related to maybe outdoors or warm weather, but just things that you enjoy doing. But now that the season has changed, you don't have that same sentiment for those activities. Feeling uh, sad or having the depressed mood particularly if you're experiencing that all day or most of the day and repeatedly, like for several days in a row. Trouble just getting out of bed in the morning, not having that level of motivation um, tends to be a symptom and sleeping long hours as well as insomnia. So for some people, it shows up 
in a way that they can't sleep at night. They're tossing and turning. And then for others, they're sleeping too much, um, getting up at noon, um, not being productive. Another symptom would be change in appetite, maybe not having an appetite, eating less. In my experience in working with clients, I've seen where individuals eat more. Um, I was thinking about that in, in in my caseload and clients that I see. Many of them have gained anywhere from 10 to 15 pounds during this, the winter or, or fall and winter months. Um, then we have just the, the overall decrease in energy. Um, we then have possibly feelings of worthlessness or guilt, um, just not worthy, just not significant, my life is just not that important. I'm really having a hard time making decisions. But more importantly, if you're ever getting to a point where you're having feelings of hurting yourself, um, certainly of hurting someone else, you want to seek treatment and support right away. Um, you can first go to the nearest emergency room. Um, that would be a really, really good option. You want to make sure that you have safety. If you're having some thoughts, you don't necessarily have a plan, but, and you really want to talk to somebody, I want to make sure that individuals are aware of the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. In order to access that, you just dial 988. Just dial 988 and you can speak with someone that can help you during that crisis moment. So those are some of the key symptoms I want you to look out for. Um, knowing if you feel like you ever get into crisis, exactly what you need to do. Now, one question that I tend to get repeatedly is what causes it? Why do some people experience sad and some don't? Honestly, the specific cause for sad is actually unknown. However, there's some factors that can play a part um, in some individuals actually experiencing SAD and some that are not. So, of course, your serotonin levels, if there is a drop and there is that reduced sunlight, that can certainly trigger some depressions. Um, a disruption in uh, the the balance of the body's level of melatonin, which plays a role in sleep patterns and, and moods, can certainly be a contributor. But overall, we don't know what the specific cause. Um, maybe a few risk factors could be family 
history, or if you have a history of major depression or bipolar disorder. So we don't know the causes. Um, we have some ideas of contributors and then maybe a few risk factors. I think the major piece of this or most important is how do we treat this? The first thing is making sure that we're truly dealing with SAD. Um, how do we diagnose that? You want to, to get a thorough examination. And this is going to include a physical exam, perhaps, lab tests, and a psychological evaluation. Because it's so important to rule out that you might be experiencing some other physical impairment. Get that physical exam. Figure out what's happening. Be certain because that's the only way that the treatment process is going to work because it's important for the provider to know that they are actually treating SAD and that there are no other major issues involved. So let's look at if indeed it is SAD that you are experiencing seasonal affective disorder, what are some things that you can do? So light therapy tends to work really well. That's spending time close to light by the window for a repeated amount of time, maybe throughout the day, maybe hours, for example, having that light therapy. Psychotherapy or talk therapy is a really good option. Um, and included in that would be maybe cognitive behavioral therapy. Doing that process of that CBT and talk therapy, you can learn healthy ways to cope. Maybe reducing avoidance behavior and scheduling those meaningful activities. Also identifying changing negative thoughts and behaviors that may make you what? feel worse. Also with the talk therapy, you can learn more about managing stress because we all know no matter what season we're in, there are going to be experiences and times and periods of stress. There are going to be situations that cause us to experience stress. Uh some other ways could be in terms of treatment, some other ways that we can treat uh, seasonal affective disorder is medication. Um, and maybe once you go through the series of tests with a medical provider, they will suggest some medications that can make you feel better because they are able to serve as an antidepressant and also stabilize your moods. A few other treatment options would be spending more time outdoors, getting that vitamin D, 
that would be a great option. Doing peak daytime, like lunchtime, maybe going for a walk and experiencing that sunlight. We do know that the positive impact that vitamin D can have on us. I think exercising, moving the body makes a great difference. So even if you're not walking outside, you can actually join a gym. This would be a great time, particularly if you're in a cold area, join a gym, perhaps even uh, get a trainer who can help you um, navigate your workouts and making sure that you're you're getting um, the best workout possible and also doing it in a healthy way. So that would be another really good treatment option. I'd like to leave you with a few final thoughts about SAD. Um, Ultimately, I'm sharing this information with you so that you can live a fulfilling life and continue to engage in activities that you enjoy and interact with people, um, socialize and take advantage of those support networks. Learning to take care of yourself, I encourage you to maybe develop your own individual self-care plan whatever that entails, whatever you're comfortable with. If you're working with a provider, stick to your treatment plan. Follow that plan and attend your therapy appointments. Practice your stress management techniques. Maybe take a staycay or a vacay. Now, a staycay, of course, is going to be just maybe taking a day off and spending time at home, watching a good movie, just relaxing or meditating can be really, really helpful. The last thing I'll say is practice that stress management. Particularly, we're moving into the holidays. That can be a really stressful period on top of the changing of seasons of fall and winter and the shorter days. So practicing those stress management techniques are very critical during that time. So that, of course, that meditation, practicing those healthy thoughts, leaning on support systems, laughing for at least 15 minutes a day. All of those things can have as they have that accumulative cumulative effect and make a difference in your moods. So I thank you. I'm, I'm hoping these strategies are very helpful for you so that you can enjoy your family and friends during the holidays, but more importantly, just to continue to live the best life possible.